Come plan your dream wedding all in one day at the 17th Annual Newport Bridal Show on March 3rd. Meet with more than 80 top wedding professionals at two of Newport's most romantic venues, Rosecliff and Ocean Cliff Mansions. Visit NewportBridalShow.net to buy your ticket today. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having big fun in the most beautiful place on Earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. And Greg is here. Hello. I don't know, guys. Uh, usually I say uh, it's going to be a big, 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 big show right now, but I don't know. A little rocky beforehand, some disagreements, a lot of disgruntled people in this studio today. Maybe it's March. Maybe it's uh, March looming on the horizon, that mucky, messy, strange month of March. But we're going to try to find some big fun all over the peninsula for the beginning of March on Cape Cod. Let's check that all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast. And as we record this, we are on the precipice of Snowmageddon 2, Snowmageddon 6, Snowmageddon 7. I can't. I lost count this winter. It's been so horrible and so filled with snowstorms. And, and we're all living in igloos and living off uh, military supplies. It's going to be rough. There might be snow on the ground, fellas. Any excitement? No. No. See, that's the problem with the fun show. When I ask for excitement, I get two no's by two no-goodniks who sit around inside all the time. Oh, yeah. As for me, this weekend coming up, uh, March 2nd and 3rd, 2019, the here and now, the crest of the wave, it's all we have. Let's make the most of it together, shall we? This weekend will be all about cross-country skiing if the snow indeed does stick. And on Cape Cod, you really got to jump into it very quickly. The weather forecast for Saturday... Chance of snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow between 8 and 10, then a chance of rain after 10, but it's only a 40% chance, high near 42. That's not that good. That, for, does, that doesn't sound like much snow. Didn't you say like 4 to 5 that's, or 3 that's, to that's 5? That's coming like tonight. This is the future. This is oh, the future of I Saturday. Oh, so now we're sorry. projecting forward, sorry, sorry. and we are trying to see if the snow will stick, say if we get 5 inches of snow. Right. I think it'll make it through that. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 41. My belief is they could be two excellent days for mucking around in the snow. As long as it doesn't rain on Saturday, oh. we could be cross-country skiing and sledding in delightful conditions, especially on Sunday. So I'm hoping that that sticks. I don't know. Let's check the tides. You guys love the tides. Every time mm, I read the tides, I, you're always attacking me about the tides. I live for the tides. You say it's meaningless. Mung, you say the tides are meaningless. Is that what you say? Well, the tides move my body back and forth all the time, so I'm <laughs> deeply in tune with the tides. Even on land? <laughs> Even on land. You can feel it like the moon pulling you? Yes, I'm being pulled right now. Wow. So so you're like skinnier during uh, low tide when it, it, it sucks the weight toward the moon and then it comes back and there's a strain on the suspenders? Uh, yeah, so only take photos of me during low tide. See? I look Everyone, the, I look everyone's the best. a diva, Greg. 
Everyone is a diva. It's like, no, I cannot be on the cover of your magazine. Oh, darling, no way. <laughs> darling, uh-uh. Do not take that photo for another four hours, and then I'll be back. Darling. All right, well, What are you guys talking about, this S word? Like, March, isn't March? Don't they say March is like snow? March is the best month, they say, in the Cape. The most fun. There's like Kennedy <laughs> Beach parties, stand-up paddleboarding, you know, lob, right? March? March? March on March? Cape Cod. That's like everyone Whoa. says if you come to Cape Cod, you got to go in March. It's all the glamorous people coming in and the movie premieres and oh, yeah, the, the big those, cash giveaways. All those private jets. You, you won know? a new car. It's March. Congratulations. <gasps> Cape Cod. Boy, March may be that kind of month when you just say, oh, man, when can I plant my tomatoes? <laughs> we will, Greg. We will uh, triumph this year, by the way. It's we just, it's 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 one of those, you know, sort of transitional months. You know, it could snow, it could rain, it could be warm, it could be summer, it could be winter mm. for the whole month. And it's just, it hasn't made up its mind where it's going yet. Not until April. That makes it exciting. He's our dun, weather dun, wizard. There's <laughs> Greg in the weather center with his uh, wishy-washy weather forecast. <laughs> yeah, where did, where, did the, where did the polar vortex go, anyway? Well, don't start you know, that again. Don't start that again. Mr. That was the worst segment in the history of this show. Mr. Polar Vortex. Don't, don't, don't start that. hand puppet you wore during the whole thing was really almost obscene. <laughs> All right, well, let's just touch on it quickly, then. If, indeed, we have snow over the next few days, it might be the biggest snowstorm of the year, the way things are going. Uh, let's talk about quickly some sledding spots, some cross-country skiing spots. Pretty much on Cape Cod as far as sledding goes, it's all about the golf courses, yep. I think. Yep. As far as I know, there are other places you can work your way into and around, but sometimes the parking's difficult and you have to walk away. So we put together a list uh, a while back. Some of the readers sent in their Facebook suggestions, and here's what we got. Uh, Woods Hole Golf Course, never yeah. sledded there. It looks good when you drive by it, though. You can see the hills. Uh, the Hyannisport Golf Course, I've been up on the top there. Mm-hmm. That looks like a big hill. Beautiful views. Have you ever sledded hmm. there? You're a Hyannisport sort of guy. Uh, I think, yeah, when I was a young Hmong. So I, you'd go I used over to there? slide down there and right into the ocean, right into Squaw Island. Really? That's fantastic. <laughs> Where some uh, Kennedy guard would escort you back to the top of the slope and say, get out of here, kid. I just want to know where Ethel is. <laughs> you said that as a youth? Yes. <laughs> where so is you- Ethel? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we also have the Barnstable County Complex in front of the old Barnstable County Jail. Now, that's a pretty good hill. I've sledded there. This that's is the spot. That's supposed to be one of the well, best. Well, it's kind of short, though. You know, oh. it's a short. It's a short hill. It's steep. But they got a lot of parking. And you risk going into the parking lot, which, you know, you don't want to, like, go into the parking lot on your sled, and then someone who's angry at a court procedure just revs up their Tesla and, and bumps into you. Hmm. You don't want that to happen. No. So, and uh, that is not a bad spot. I've seen lots of kids over the years. Um, we have the Cape Cod Country Club in East Falmouth. Now, I believe we went out there one time... That's somewhere off 151, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere down there in the mysterious land of... No, maybe it's not. I don't... <laughs> Who gave me this list? Uh, Sandwich Hollows Golf Course is an excellent sledding spot. I went out there and filmed some video. That's like off exit four, maybe, on the mm-hmm. service road there. Mm-hmm. And that is really nice. Uh, I've also uh, sledded at Chiquesset Country Club in Wellfleet, and that's very fun because it's one of the few spots you can really see the ocean at the top of the hill and you say ha ha I'm living in a place where I can I can look at the ocean and I can then sled down the hill it's like being in Whistler uh, where they had the Olympics back out there in Vancouver somewhere 
Yes, the joy was palpable, Greg. What? What are you talking about? There's a, there's a few mountains in the world where you can ski and see the ocean when you're at the top of the mountain. Oh, oh. really? Yes, and I think Whistler might be one of them. I know there's one in Camden, Maine, the Camden Snow Bowl, hmm. where you're like up at the top and you're looking at the ocean. Wow. Doesn't that sound nice? It does sound nice, So you actually. can do that with sledding on Cape Cod. In what some about places. Mount Cod? Mount Cod? Yeah, that mountain in the Punkhorns and Brewster. Oh, is that what it's called? There is one. Mount Cod. It's not called Mount Cod. No, but it should be. <laughs> That's not very helpful. Uh, cross-country skiing, Nickerson State Park is great. Hawksnest State Park is great. Sham Kroll, another place. Oh, we skied there. I skied some slippery downhill at Sham Kroll. You can go on the rail trail if it's deep enough. And uh, Cape Cod National Seashore Fire Roads. I personally recommend Lombard Hollow and Paradise Hollow on the Wuffley Truro line. So that's your winter sports update if indeed we do get some snow. And speaking of winter sports, guys, you must have heard of this. We've got the Grudge Match on Ice Supremo coming up uh, this Saturday, March 2nd, 4 o'clock, 4 to 8.30. Hyannis Fire versus Barnstable Police in hockey. And Whoa. they're calling yeah. it... Guns and hoses. <laughs> now I wonder. That's very clever. I'm guessing these might be some competitive people. I mean, oh, they're, they're think, in a, you think so? They're in a fast-paced work environment yeah. of putting out fires and solving crimes, and so there may be some, mm, not a grudge match feeling to it, but like a, I'm going to win and I'm going to take you down if I have to feeling to it. Who do you think is going to be better at hockey, fire people or police people? Hmm. Well, at least the uh, the goalies for the fire team could use like a fire extinguisher to whack out the puck. So you could just be. Sh- 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 <laughs> oh yeah. There we go. Well, in that case, like a police officer could tase someone <laughs> on the <laughs> fire squad if it got really <laughs> grudge matchy. I don't know if that's allowed in uh, Guns and Hoses, the charity hockey game. You're this- too you're too close to the net. And all of a sudden, something like they they handcuff the defenseman on the other team, and they can't pick up their stick. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't know where this could go in Guns and Hoses. I'm sure it'll be good, clean fun. Hyannis Fire versus Barnstable Police from 4 to 8.30 p.m. Saturday, March 2nd at the Hyannis Youth and Community Center right here in Hyannis. That's a beautiful facility. It's a benefit for the Lieutenant Richard Knowlton Memorial Fund. Doors open at 4, puck drops at 4.15. And then there's an after-celebration at Barnstable Brewing from 6.30 to 8.30. So wow. that's saying this is a $20 fee, but it's for good cause. Guns and hoses. That's nice. Now, that's wintertime in New England, right there. Yeah, get out there, support our public safety pros on the ice, having some fun. Yeah. Get some beer afterward. I covered a couple of the, I'm thinking it's like, was it the district's attorney versus police? They play football sometimes in sandwich. I covered that game a couple times. It looked pretty serious, you know? Like, you know what? Those guys, guys and gals are probably in shape. And they're probably strong because they have to do things that are amazing feats of bravery and, and strength. And so they get on the ice and they're coming at you like old-time hockey, like old-time hockey with hmm. fights and swinging sticks. And, and no oh, helmets. That's right. And you get stitches between periods and you get right back out there. No masks, no helmets. Gump Worsley. Gump Worsley. Minnesota North Terry Stars, Terry right? Sacha. Milt Schmidt. You know, all-time hockey, Eddie Shore. Those guys. <laughs> That's could, this could be really fun, and it's insane. It's, it's always nice to go over to the Highness Youth and Community Center, which is a just fun place to go, and uh, 
I'd be tempted. But I don't know. I think I have to do something else, which I think that's what this is. I am slated to go out with another couple. Whoa. Inspired by your uh, story, Oh, my, Greg, my adventures. On yeah. Saturday night to have dinner and then go to the Mosquito Story Slam. I went about a month ago. This is when regular human beings get up out of the audience and tell these five-minute stories based around a topic which I think is called No Coincidence. Hmm. No Coinky Dinky. Hmm. And so this is a 6.30 sign-up and a 7 o'clock story begin time at the Provincetown Theater. The Mosquito Story Slam. Last time we saw 10 storytellers and really fun, great stories, a lot of laughs, and a lot of good spirit in the crowd because, you know... You're rooting for someone who just got up out of the audience to at least have a good time up there and and tell a good story. I think beforehand we may be dining at Max in Provincetown. So it could be sushi. Oh, my. Sushi wooshi. My. So that's a big social engagement like for me. And uh, this was like, it was like 12 bucks to get in, I think. And it was money well spent for the price of a movie. You watch 10 Brave Souls Bear Their Souls. <laughs> at the Mosquito Story Slam in Provincetown. That's taking place March 2nd. That's Saturday, 6.30, sign up, 7 o'clock. The show begins. Now, Greg, this segues into something that happened to you recently, which, when you first told me about it, really alarmed me. Because you're a man of predictable habits. Uh, you're a man who walks the treadmill to oblivion one step at a time without <laughs> getting off the treadmill. And we like that about you. Mung has always said, Greg, ah. You know, he's like that, one of those music things that goes back and forth. Click, click. Metronome. <laughs> oh, yeah, metronome exactly. Greg. That's Whoa, what Mung like he, refers he's to. Like he's our metronome. It's those. so nice to have that. You know that you'll go home after work, you'll pour a giant drink, and you will not come out of your house again. That is true. If all humans did that, <laughs> it would be a safe planet. There wouldn't be crime. We wouldn't have the guns and hoses uh, ice hockey game because right. there'd be no fires or crime. There would be no need for police. And so we really appreciate that. But, Greg, you told me that you went out on a double date to a restaurant. Is that true? What? I know, I know. I, like, I like overcame my, my fear of going outside. Was this your idea or at, was this someone night. else's idea? Uh, it's probably not my idea. It was kind of like sort of nudged, nudged into getting Th out. This could be uh, your wife saying, Greg, we're going to do this. And you I said, think so, yeah. You yeah. said, yes, ma'am? Of course. <laughs> I, I would say. <laughs> you were cowering behind the sports pages of the Cape Cod Times <laughs> at the breakfast table, your hands quivering. Hoping to be invisible. And I say these words many times myself. You'll think I'm ordering venison, but I'm saying, yes, dear. I'm not ordering venison. I am kowtowing to the powerful one yeah, yeah, yeah. in the house. So what happened, yeah. Greg? Well, it was really interesting. Have you ever been to Anahoe in uh, Yarmouthport? I have been. It's been a long time, but I remember a fantastic meal. They have really, really good sushi. I used to get um, takeout there a lot, except uh, the takeout time kept getting later and later and later. So I went to I do uh, takeout at Masaki in Hyannis, which is which is really good, really good sushi. All Right. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, no, it was. I went out. I went. I went out to a restaurant. Did you have to get all dressed up? No, no. I just went in my usual garb of uh, <laughs> jeans and you know. And so you were a nice shirt. You were greeted by a maitre d with a pencil thin mustache. You said yes, Monsieur. Yes, a table of four. Yes. <laughs> but it was actually really nice. I. Uh, it's been a long time since I've 
actually eaten dinner there, like a sit-down dinner. They have it's a fabulous place. It's really great. Nice uh, uh, wait staff. Um, nice atmosphere. So I had um, sea bass. This is the appetizer: sea bass tempura. It was so amazingly good. It was mm. amazingly delicious. And then for the main, I had something called uh, Double Dragon, which is a, uh, these roa sushi, very rich. Um, some half our salmon, half our bass, half our bass. What are you talking about? Half our uh, tuna. Oh, yeah. that sounds nice. Did anyone have the veggie tempura? That's something I recall having there before. My wife did. Oh, where they take the carrots and everything and just... It was good. It was good. It was really good. I'm, I'm just not into carrots when you, in When any you go shape. to a place like that, you're all about the protein. Bring on the sushi protein. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, yeah. fresh, fresh fish. Yeah, my wife doesn't like um, uncooked uh, fish. I love sushi. I can't get oh, enough of you, it. You guys are sushi fans. This is this is exciting because I know there's a, a lot of people love it. Of course, I don't like raw fish because of my bad experiences uh, when they used to feed me raw fish while I was uh, rehabbing at the National Marine Life Center. It was just just too much. Um, so I made you bark and hunk a horn. It was like awful. That's right. Uh, but no, it's it's very popular. A lot of people like sushi. Everything from you know misaki and Hyannis. Lots of places you were mentioning. Max has it. What is about sushi why do people like it and why is it on the cape well a it tastes great um b it's lovely to have someone really watch a supply chain to get you something so fresh and tasty that they can throw it down without it being cooked uh and a little wasabi in there which gives you that nose blast and it feels clean you feel good when you eat sushi. Like you put something into your engine that's going to get just revving up there and get you going out there. Oh yeah, totally. To wiggle, dance the twist, do some hula hooping, cross country skiing, and a little sake doesn't hurt either. That isn't bad either. But so I've always enjoyed, you know. I kind of also like the presentation. Some of them are just they're, they're works of art. They're really beautiful. It's there, true. There's, there's a color, you know, a texture. There might be some little, you know, fish eggs in there. Um, mm, it's really good. I always, I always feel, I usually feel good afterwards, if, unless I get too much and I just eat too much, and then I Uh-oh. my belly hurts. Really, you get a little food baby going. A little food baby. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a little food baby. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's too bad. But it's good. It's kind of interesting because for years and years and years, I wouldn't eat raw fish. I was brought up to you know you don't eat raw things. You, you know, cook you, the heck out of it. You, yeah, exactly. You know you cook the daylights out of that burger so that you don't see any red in it. But here I am now eating raw fish. I think that's brave of you, Greg. So the food was good, but how did you manage to navigate an entire dinner conversation with strangers? Oh, they weren't strangers. They were like <laughs> they were people we knew. Uh, you know. <laughs> But yeah, that was it. Was it was it was it, it was really nice. It was um, it, it made me want Did maybe you, no no okay maybe it may maybe wanted me to do it again sometime oh, like, soon like in the twenty forties something like that yeah <laughs> yeah maybe in a few years. So now I'm going out to dinner with another couple uh, this Saturday. Do you have any conversation starters or topics that you use? Did you bring index cards? Like I like tortoises. Yeah, I, I, my advice always is to uh, stay away from uh, politics unless you know that you share 
the same politics. And so it was MAGA this, MAGA that, Greg, all night. MAGA, yeah, you might want to stay away from that. Um, like or well, unless you are into that, you know, there are people that are into that. So you know, do like sorts of things and religion. So you just don't talk about God stay or the away. president. And stay away from religion and politics. Well, that's probably easy unless enough. unless unless you're both on the same, you know, the you know, all four are on the same wavelength. Then that's okay. Well, then how are you going to show people your spectacular Buddha back tattoo? <laughs> it's epic. <laughs> that's right. It's it's the Buddha the Buddha Gigolo uh, statue, which is a rarely seen one. It's like you know, hey. Yeah, Studio 54, he's got the chain. Oh, yeah, particularly, hey. particularly when I flex those maximum, you know, whatever the muscles are back there. Uh, metatarsals? Yeah, whatever the back muscles are, those yes, magnus, uh, magnus. Well, that is, uh, that is incredible, Greg. Fine dining with other people, having conversations like an adult. I don't know whether to scream in panic or congratulate you. Uh, ah! it's, uh, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> well, Mung, you can't top that. I mean, you're a man about town, a man about the Cape, a man who enjoys a good meal. Now, Greg has described his incredible, urbane, sophisticated evening out at, in Aho in Yarmouth Port. I'm guessing you have nothing that can even come close. Uh, not true, not true. I have an ode to pizza parlors on Cape Cod about getting food there that's not pizza. So, Why would you so, go to a pizza parlor and not get pizza? So, so when you say ode, is this in some kind of rhyming verse? Uh, no, no limerick. Unless, then, then, unless, we're not, then we're not doing it. Unless you can um, rhyme chicken with something that's not licking. Couldn't you? Uh, <sighs> no, no KFC angle. Because uh, this does <laughs> dovetail into what I'm really talking about, which is a delicious fried chicken I recently encountered at a place where you may not think you would get delicious fried chicken. So wait a second. You're revealing the wheels within the wheels of some pizza places who you think they're all about pizza. Right. But wait. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that goes into Greg's question. Why would you go to a pizza place if uh, you're not going to get pizza? Uh, pro- if you're Hmong, it would be because you don't like pizza. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of down on pizza, which is probably un-American. But That's very eh, weird. Not the biggest thing. Never crave it. I like it every now and again. So, but I like to find, I like to go to pizza places and find interesting things on their menu that's not pizza. So I was down at Primetime Pizza recently. Is that why you're hiccuping right now? <laughs> it was running, Some was, ingestion issue? I, I still have the chicken bone in my Or is that a felt? <laughs> <laughs> so I was in East Falmouth. Not their North Falmouth location or their Pocasset location. What? Who? But I'm at Primetime Pizza in East Falmouth. I didn't even know about this place. And no. I, I had to go to Falmouth for some reason, and I swung in because I was hungry. And they happen to have fried chicken that they make to order there. And that sounded delicious. Make made to order. What does that mean with fried chicken? You just like it's not something that's like you know been sitting around for a while. Like they actually they seem to have a like a pressure cooker where they put the chicken in there. Boom! Oh, so they cook out. They're when cooking you're it waiting. when oh, you're waiting. Nice. I bought two chicken breasts for like six bucks, and I'm kind of like, oh, you never really know how people are going to cook chicken, but it seemed to be a delicious like pressure cooker type situation, and it came out all delicious and moist and juicy on the inside with a nice crispy crust, and it was really good. Some of the best fried chicken I've had around the Cape recently. And how huh. much was that? I think I bought two chicken breasts. It was like around $6. Ooh, and I saved price. one for like the next day. I chopped it up in, into some noodles so it provided an extra meal. Wow. And I was like, hmm, thank you, P- uh, Random Pizza Plays in Falmouth, for providing me with some fried chicken. So the theory behind this is that we may, we may not have been looking closely enough at the menus of some of our favorite pizza places or even ones we don't know much about because yeah. they're 
there could be hidden gems. Yeah. Right, because yeah. people are always thinking pizza and calzones, which could be great, you know. People love those, but... Go to your favorite pizza place in in your town and see what else they got. For example, uh, we hear also at Primetime Pizza, their their quesadillas are awesome. So you wouldn't think Mexican in pizza. So uh, delve into that. Also, I'll give another plug to Mike's Pizza in Hyannis. Uh, good pizza, I hear, but also they have this insane lunch special that is that everyone raves about. It's called, it's like a chicken broccoli Alfredo. And it's like definitely under 10 bucks. They give you a huge portion. It's cheesy. It's delicious. And, you know. It's one of their big specials over there. Well, I would have to say that one of my favorite chains, maybe my favorite chain of all, Papa Gino's, which we've been a little worried about lately because they've been closing some locations, including recently another seven. Their menu is deep with interesting appetizers. Mm -hmm. Their chicken is off the hook. My kids love it. Hmm. And the pizza is fantastic. And there's always deals. There's always coupons. There's always something going around where you're getting like 30% off your order. I even wrote a letter to the uh, Papaginos Parent Corporation praising <laughs> the Orleans Papaginos. That's awesome. Which nice. is right off the rotary on my way home and really so convenient. You know, you use the online app and boom, it's ready, go. And so these people are nice, they're kind, they give you free plates, they're cheerful. And uh-huh. so I wrote like, oh, you know, these guys are great. Please send it on. So now I am a that's VIP. Why. Wow. That's why they no, are. No, no. That's why they're still in business. No, because I, I, of your letter. There we go. I right? thought you were going to say that's right? why you wrote it so you get like no, extra no, pepperoni. No. I, <laughs> Mr. Suck Up. It was, it was a bit of a suck up, but it's so good and they've never failed. Like over 50 orders, 100 orders in my life. And like <laughs> just boom, boom, boom. So I say yay to Papa Gino's. I, I am concerned about Papa Gino's. Oh, I have, I have a, new, a little news that can uh, allay your concerns. As Eric mentioned, we love Papa Gino's. I go there like once a week, seemingly, to the center of a location. They have some of the best meatball subs. Their chicken parmesan uh, over ziti or uh, spaghetti, like around 10 bucks or so, 10, 11 bucks. Perfect. You can get multiple meals out of it. So, you know, hearing about all these Papa Gino's locations closing over the last couple months kind of made us nervous because we have you know some still on the cape which is great um and they closed a couple recently but the ceo on papa gino's facebook page uh said uh they do not anticipate any uh, additional closings so for now that seems like good news for the cape's papa gino's locations i hope so because you know for a working family that place can feed you for not that much money Mm -hmm. there's always some kind of deals they got a 30 percent off online order thing going My kids are always happy. I come home a hero with the food already done. I even carry an extra wool jacket in my car, my old worn out one, my red and black one. I've got two of them. One has a hole in in the elbow, and that's my pizza blanket. So when I get it from Papa Gino's in Orleans, I put it on the seat, and I put the wool coat over it. And it keeps Keep it, warm it warm the whole warm. way home. Wow. So I love pizza, uh, Papa Gino so much I've got a pizza coat. Nice. <laughs> Papa Gino would be so proud. Well, that's, uh, that's uh, just pure love. I hate to be like Mr. Chain Love, but I love it. I like Wendy's too, so, but don't get me started. <laughs> so the lesson here is look deep on that pizza place menu. You might find a hidden gem. And speaking of hidden gems, Greg, this is so much up your alley. Yeah. It, it should be uh, coming up your street now. The only problem with it turns down your driveway, you might go out and yell at this thing. It's so good. Because they're on your neighborhood property. Get away. Just get off my lawn. Go away. You're not going to say that to Finnish guitarist Ollie Sokolai. 
He's bringing his trio to Katuit for a concert that will be in part an homage to the Oscar Peterson and Nat King Cole trios. And his playing style is inspired by, Greg, maybe one of the biggest heroes... Guitarist Django Reinhardt. Oh man, uh, the Hot Club of Paris kind of thing. He was the best. He so was this guy uh, looks like a heck of a guitarist. He's Finnish, and he's played a lot of gypsy jazz. Played clubs, festivals. He's played with uh, Bucky Bucky Pizzarelli. You know the Pizzarellis. I've heard of him. John and Bucky. Yeah, yeah. actually. So have. he's played in Finland, of course, around Europe and now in the United States. This is 7:30 p.m. Sunday, Katuit Center for the Arts. Nice venue, too. Tickets run 15 to $30, which is really not too much to see a trio of gypsy jazz playing experts. That sounds excellent. This, Whoa. This is my kind of music. Yeah, mine too. It's so smooth, so lovely, so inspiring. And we, we love people from Finland. I love Finland. They can be melancholy, I've heard. Why? Why? I think it's maybe the, the, the lack of sun. I think the darkness, yeah. Mm. yeah. I think the um, Nordic nations have that issue. I believe I saw something once many years ago on 60 Minutes that they combat the Finnish winter by tangoing. They would go out and tango. Really? Because somehow it would bring joy into that winter heart. And it's got to be tough. We complain about winter, or you guys complain. You guys complain about everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Winter being one of the things you complain about. Imagine if it was dark, like every day in winter. serious, serious winter. Like you get one smudge of sun, comes up at like, I don't know, like 8, goes down at 825, and you're like, okay. Yikes. And that's Finland, right? Or something? Couldn't handle that. Mounds and mounds of snow. Just snow. Snowing today, snowing tomorrow. It's going to snow a day after that. You got nothing to do but shovel and, and grovel. And just just sit there and wait for those beautiful. So, do they tango outside? Do they tango inside? This was an inside thing, as I recall. The inside yeah. tangoing. I mean, come yeah. on, you're not going out there. Well, on, I don't know. On the maybe, tundra, I don't know. In the middle you know? of winter with a rose in your mouth and be like, that could be it would very, freeze in your mouth. That could be very interesting. So, anyway, we love uh, Finnish people, and uh, we are looking forward to this concert. Oli Sakeli. It sounds like a, a concert you can really Helsinki your teeth into. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mung. You know, the funny thing is the I told master, him, I told the him master about this. Of the pun. I told him about this uh, <laughs> segment on the podcast, I think it was two weeks ago. And he's been working on this joke for, I think it was 13 and a half days before he got anything related to Finland. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, and he's also driving a fjord these days. A Ford? Oh, dear. Fjord? Huh. A fjord like a fjord like the no, no, water in it. No, no, I get it. I get it. Ford. Just trying to think of something around reindeer. Is that where the lap Reindeer on roses and whiskers on mutton. Hmm. Yum, yum. Your order of mutton whiskers is up. That's that new Cape restaurant, just mutton. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, enough of that. So, all right. Say uh, you need something lighter, lighter than uh, Finnish guitarists, which I'm sure will be light and wonderful. How about a ukulele fest? Oh, yeah. They're little. There's four strings. Yep. And they're invading sandwich. A bunch of ukulele players. Rock music of the 1960s will be the theme when the annual ukulele fest returns Sunday to sandwich and players try to show just how many kinds of tunes can be played on the petite but wonderful 
ukulele. So we have a bunch of crazy ukulele people just in, they'll be coming over the hills. You'll look up and the sky will be dark with, with piles of ukulele players and the ukuleles will be tossed into the air. Hurrah, hurrah. They're marauding, marauding ukulele players everywhere. Whoa. Oh, almost like the Vikings, right? The, the 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 Vikings attack, but they're carrying ukuleles right. instead of and they're uh, singing like axes Hawaiian and... music. And like, <laughs> uh, like, but they'll sneak up on you, doing their little Don Ho thing. Yes, that's right. Tiny bubbles, that's like right. ukuleles, tiny tiny ukuleles. This you is, play, you play, don't you? you I play. do have a ukulele. I play it a little bit, but uh, I play more guitar than ukulele. Hmm. Um, you have to learn sort of just the little new ways to put your fingers, but. I mean, they are cool. They're great for trips. Yeah. They're very, uh, very happy. There's something happy about a few chords on a ukulele that. Yeah, that's true. So little guitars, but big spirit. Ooh. Now yeah. that sounds like uh, something from some sort of uh, Native American tale. Uh, <laughs> is that a story that you know of? Is, <laughs> is that uh, Fievel goes to Hawaii? <laughs> That's why I love ukuleles. It reminds me of Hawaiian Islands, which I'll never, ever go to because I don't like flying. But I hear ukuleles and I think of pigs roasting on a spit and grass skirts and Maui. Poi? <laughs> poi is the ground uh, sort of root of something that, I don't know what that you is. eat with your finger and you put the poi in yeah. your mouth, P-O-I. The best thing about Hawaii is mango. Seriously. You, you've been to Hawaii? Twice. What? Look at this guy. See, here's a guy. Uh-huh. He's he's got two incomes. He's got no kids, mm-hmm. and he's just going all around the world. Mm. Try living when you got hungry mouths and baby birds to feed, and you got uh, college just, expenses nah. coming up. You're just jealous. You're never going anywhere. Oh, man. <laughs> oh that's right. You, you don't fly either. So we have two guys here that don't yeah, fly. So I, so of course you're not going to go anywhere. Well, actually, I, when we were talking about Florida earlier before the broadcast, I was saying like, can you go to what's the easiest, best part of Florida to get to the quickest? And I was looking at maps and stuff, thinking, well, maybe we'll drive down there during April break. And I think it's Amelia Island, which is just below those Georgia Sea Islands. It's right. like a 19-hour drive from Cape Cod. Uh, it's not worth it, is it? What's the 19-hour drive? Is that a bad drive? I can't really remember. Um, it's a long drive. It sounds like I you're in the car for a long yeah. time. You're almost in the car for like an entire day. Yeah. Very close. Wouldn't you split it up or something day. like that? Or wouldn't you like somehow yeah, you could stop, stop in Virginia? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Spend the night in Virginia. But who wants to do that? Wake up rested. You know, you don't have to worry about, you know, sleeping and hitting a tree or something, you know? Yeah, I remember driving to Atlanta with one of my college buddies, like a 20-hour trip. And we're going, I was, I was driving. He's asleep. I'm going through West Virginia on like the Blue Parkway or whatever it's called. I got the cruise control on. You know, so I'm going like 75, and I could feel myself just falling asleep. Yeah. You know, with the cruise control on, it doesn't know if you're asleep. It's no. just going to keep on rolling. And there were a couple instances where I felt myself just, I'd wake up, and I'd be like over here a little bit, and then I was like, okay, I got to just take this cruise control off. I do not want to end up in some yeah. Shenandoah Valley yeah. with like a like a Civil War veteran who never knew the war was over saying, what are you doing down here? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't want that to happen. So I don't know about a 19-hour drive to Florida. Yeah, so I've been to Hawaii twice. Not once, but twice. Well, I'm, once you were performing with that uh, review... <laughs> the, the bubble boys where you'd have bubbles and you'd, was, you'd throw was, fruit at the people in the audience as they gambled that was very popular <laughs> yes that was wonderful made, and a then, lot of, made a lot of money on that and weren't you some kind of male exotic dancer at one point in Hawaii oh my oh. the poor people how did you Hawaii. find out about that 
Well, you have that pamphlet, Greasy Greg, that you handed out to everybody. <laughs> like you're covered in lotion and you're Greasy Greg, that's the act somehow? That was kind of popular too, actually. That's a lay you want to hand, uh, give back. <laughs> oh. What? What does that even mean? Uh, what? What is but that? That is like so rotten and bad that only in a podcast can you get away with it. <laughs> oh my God. Good grief. That's ridiculous. All right, ukulele night. That's where this all started. 3 right. to 5 p.m. Sunday at Sandwich Town Hall, which is a lovely venue. You can get some of that cool water from the Artesian Well right in front of Sandwich Town Hall and see the cult of the Artesian Well. People pull up from all over the place and they're putting water in giant jugs. But anyway, this is the ukulele fest. Three to five on Sunday, Sandwich Town Hall, $10 at the door, $2 for children. That's nice. All right, fellas. Movies have been everywhere in our lives the past week or so with the whole Oscar thing and like, oh my God, the, the, the incredible amount of sort of print and digital space that has been chewed up by this Oscar thing. And then that incredible albatross that lasted forever of a broadcast where you're like, are you kidding me? We are almost praying for more commercials because at least they're well edited and, and they're quick. But not that show, the Oscars. But why anyway. Does it, why does it last so long? Why is why is it such a slog every single year? I thought this year they said actually that they were gonna try to trim the show, but they said don't expect anything under three hours. It's Ugh. like it's like three hours. It's just too much. It's way too much. But anyway, if you missed one of these uh, Oscar favorite and Oscar some won some Oscars, the movie The Favorite which I loved because it was so crazy, is uh, going to be shown 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. on Saturday, March 2nd at the Katuit Center for the Arts. Five bucks for non-members, free to members. And that is an amazing movie. Uh, and it won some Oscars somehow, right? It did win some. Best Actress, maybe? Uh, yes, Best Actress for the woman who played Queen Anne. You didn't like it, Mung. I know you didn't like it. Uh, I, I did not like it. You were creeped it, out by all uh, the... Because it was creepy and weird. Um, but it did have some really interesting elements in it. We don't want to do any spoilers. The costumes were amazing. The acting was top-notch. But um, Hey, for five bucks? It's definitely different. So... He was slamming it. Like, if you asked him off-air about it, he'd tell you a bunch of awful things. Huh. That so, he did not like about the movie. So this is like... Some of them dirty. So this is like um, English history, Queen Anne? Yeah, it's English history and crazy uh, sort of uh, wars for power among her underlings. And then a bunch of other stuff yeah, that I we can't go into on this program. I remember <laughs> hearing somewhere she wasn't very pleasant. Is that true? Uh, she seemed to be ill and crazy. She had her issues. <laughs> which led to some trouble. Oh, okay. So so why why are there all sorts of um, Queen Anne-named things on Cape Cod? We were like trying to in, figure that in out. In Chatham. We were trying to figure Anne Harwich, right? You know, I mean, sort of the Queen Anne Road or whatever it is. Well, right? and mm -hmm. Queen Anne Inn, I believe, in Chatham. I'm pretty sure about we that. We need to find out more about that because we all started talking and I had no idea it was the same Actually, Queen Anne. Actually, like, I thought it was going to be a Harkin question. Harkin is our Curious Cape weekly Cod. Curious Cape Cod. We investigate All questions right. that readers ask. Let's get out there in our trench coat, and uh, we'll find out the truth. It's out there somewhere. Yes. Oh, uh, and uh, the Queen Anne style, like um, uh, architecture? Isn't there Queen Anne style? Yes. Right? Um, yes. The houses, we, uh, structures. Who are you to go on your highfalutin Queen <laughs> Anne history lesson here, Greg? You know, Maybe I need to go see this film. See, oh, man. It would blow you. People left when I saw it in Wellfleet. They get up and left. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. So one more freebie, one more good movie. we got to get out of the show we're about to blow up at the end of this. This is amazing, I think. No, it's free. 
the movie Master and Commander. It's a $150 million budget movie. Russell Crowe is the star. Oh. It's a sweeping action adventure at sea with sea people doing sea things. This is free. One thirty, really? March 3rd. At the Cape Cod National Seashore Salt Pond Visitor Center in East Ham. That's right off Route 6. And they have a brand new auditorium. I think it's like state of the art. So this they have a big screen, a lovely seats. This sounds fantastic. At the Salt Pond Visitor Center, see Master and Commander. People who were brave back then. Not like the three of us who <laughs> sit around and worry about, well, should I have sushi? How about cannolis? No, oh, my chair's not comfortable. I, I want a comfortable chair. And all we do is whine about things. We're cowards. These master and commander people. Mm-hmm. They're brave. You know, they did things with the cutlasses. Like, they'd be slicing cheese. And, like, if another guy came over, they'd slice that guy. They'd be just cutting everything. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we be like that? It'll never happen. What happened to us? I don't like waves. We sit here with our little fun things, our little <laughs> glittering fun things that we collect like magpies and bring back to our little fun nest. But let me ask you this, gentlemen. Is it really fun? What? Oh, boy. All right, we got to get only out of here. In, only in March. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. My name is Eric Williams. Mung, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. And what a delight to have you, Greg. You, I know that. I know you that. You dating dervish <laughs> out there. Thank you for being here, Greg. You're welcome. Till next time. Till next week. Get out there and have fun. Hopefully you get some snow. Here we go. See you.